Well Within Reach is brought to you by Riverside MyChart, your simple, secure, and confidential online health connection. With just a click, Riverside MyChart lets you stay well connected to the same information your doctor sees. You can request prescription refills, pay your bills, schedule your next appointment, and more. Manage your care from your laptop, tablet, or phone. Whether for yourself, your kids, or the grandparents, MyChart makes your busy life just a little easier. Learn more and enroll today at RiversideMyChart.org. Just another way to stay well connected from Riverside Healthcare. Riverside Healthcare puts the health and wellness information you need well within reach. This is the Well Within Reach podcast. I'm Carl Moronich, and joining us today is Dr. Keith Moss. Dr. Moss, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Yes, Dr. Moss is the uh, is a vice president and chief medical officer and chief medical information officer for Riverside Healthcare. That's a that's a long title. Yes, yes, it is. You went to school for all those years, so you deserve to have a nice long title, right? <laughs> I well. At least they gave it to me. Yes, well, well earned, I am sure. But today we're going to be talking about the Medicaid annual wellness visit, which is uh, an important um, something important that folks need to think about, know about as they age, as as things in their life are changing. It's something they need to to be aware of. So we're going to talk about that, and let's start by kind of defining what the Medicare annual wellness visit is. So a Medicare wellness visit is done once a year, and Medicare um, enrollees are eligible for it one time a year. What it does is it's a different kind of visit than a normal visit for either what ails you or to follow up on your normal chronic problems. The Medicare wellness visit allows people to talk about things that they don't normally get to in a regular visit. Things like um, screening for things like cervical cancer, colorectal cancer, um, abdominal aortic aneurysms, which are outpouchings of your aorta or your or your big blood vessel in your, in your abdomen. Um, and other things like um, cognitive assessments, uh, immunizations, um, and also talking a little bit about kind of the things that you would want to have done when it gets closer to the end of life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, it's really an opportunity, as you said, to talk about those things and differs from an actual medical visit. That's correct. Exam. That's correct. Um, usually you don't deal with the chronic illnesses that you normally have, like hypertension or diabetes during this visit. Um, those are things that which are you know outside of this particular visit because they do want to focus on these other factors, things like screenings and immunizations, etc. Yeah. And who who is eligible for the wellness visit? Um, any Medicare beneficiary who's either been having receiving Medicare Part B benefits for at least 12 months, and who has not had an initial preventative physical examination, which is the, what's called the welcome to Medicare visit within the past 12 months. Are they required to have these visits? They're not required, but we strongly encourage sure. them. Yeah, as you were saying, it really uh, could lead to to further discussion about some some more serious issues that uh, folks need to be in tune to. That's exactly right. It's yeah. exactly right, and and it is covered by Medicare Part B. Yeah, and we'll, we'll get to some of the specifics of of the exam. But as a as a practitioner yourself, you see patients in the in the office. I'm guessing who sure would have been benefited from a visit like this and then they get a little down the road and now their things are, are at a stage where they could have been prevented earlier. Yes, when I talk to the medical group um, you know, at our retreats, and this is all of the physicians within Riverside Medical Group, we talk a little bit about this because um, many of them have been in the very tragic situation of having a patient in the intensive care unit where something has happened and they can't speak for themselves and they really are at a loss as what to do because 
that person hasn't really had the discussion with either the physician or the family about what it is that they would have liked to have done when they can't speak for themselves. Yeah. So it does make for a big difference in terms of treatment. Sure. So to, to that point, uh, those that may be listening that are, are the children of you know, elderly or older parents, uh, they need to encourage them to, to take this step. Absolutely. It's, it's absolutely critical that they do these kinds of things because that way we know and, and they know um, what really they would want in, in a situation which becomes critical. And at, at some point, we all have these situations. Sure. Yeah. Um, and let's talk a little bit about what specifically is in the wellness visit. What kind of things can, can someone expect when they go through that visit? Sure. So the first thing, one of the first things in those exams is a uh, determination of cognitive function. Um, most of the time, the, the practitioner will um, be talking to the patient um, and we'll either get some information from family members, um, depending upon the patient, um, either that they have some problems with cognition or the practitioner may pick up on that or they may have something uh, that they knew about beforehand. Um, and then they can do some, some assessments. If the, pa if the patient has no problems with cognition, they're not going to be doing any testing. And let's define a little bit about what we mean when we say cognition. Cognition just basically means they're looking for evidence of any kind of um, memory loss, um, things like early Alzheimer's disease or early other forms of dementia, um, that's what they're looking for. Yeah. And this would be along with forgetfulness and, and, and things, not always clear thinking perhaps. Well, and it's, yeah, and, and these are, um, we, we like to make sure that we, um, the testing actually helps to kind of differentiate between something which could be seri very serious and things like word finding difficulty, which all of us have to sure. some degree, right. but does if you get listen a, to this long enough, you'll we'll find that. It, I'm it, sure. Exactly, it does get a little bit worse as as um, as patients age. That's a part of normal aging. But there are other aspects of memory loss which are not normal. Things like forgetting to turn off lights or stoves or things like that. And that's where family members can come in and and help us yeah. out. Yeah, this is probably the, the category also where driving may be addressed. And I know that's a that's a big issue for a lot of uh, older folks. Right. Driving uh, certainly can be, you know, uh, an issue. And if someone sees that there's significant cognition problems or problems with memory, um, that discussion needs to come up as well. Yeah. So along with cognition, some of the other things that are covered in the visit. Well, there is something called a health risk assessment that's done. And actually the nurse may be doing that or, or the, um, the medical assistant uh, prior to the to the provider even coming in, that will ask about um, things like f risk for falling, how have you been feeling lately, have you been depressed, other kinds of more general questions that the provider can address once they get into the visit. Yeah. Is it is it helpful to have somebody come with the, uh, on the visit, a family member, a close relative who, uh, uh, or friend who, who may you know, know, know the individual pretty well? It's highly variable. You know, there's an awful lot of very healthy 65 to 70 to even 90-year-olds or even more. Um, when those patients start to have trouble either with, with um, their memories or with um, other things, it may be, or with even with severe arthritis or they can't move as well, it's actually very appropriate for a family member to come along. Yeah. And, and what, uh, is, is there information they should be bringing with them when they come to the visits? Well, any information that they have about how they're behaving at home and how they're functioning at home is always a big help. Mm -hmm. um, if they are, um, you know, for a lot of these visits, um, there's not a whole bunch that they have to bring though. 
because most of this, the information will be done at the visit. Yeah. And, and screenings, what, this is a visit that those would be talked about? They would be... That's exactly right. Yeah. That's exactly right. And it, it's, these are age-appropriate screenings, meaning that things like colorectal cancer screening is something that's done usually up until age 80, 85 even. It depends on the society that's making those recommendations. Um, but those are, um, those are, they're variable, but, you know, we do talk about things like colorectal cancer screening, cervical cancer screening, screening for depression, screening for diabetes, uh, screening for high cholesterol, um, so that those things can all be addressed, uh, you know, at the visit, and we know what to do with them. Yeah, and and the visit, an elemental question maybe we should have started with, but this visit would take place with their uh, general practitioner, their primary care provider would would do this. Yes, they don't have rule, to go to a specialized. That's doctor. exactly right. It's, it is with their primary care provider. So they would call the office and set this up and let them know this is the kind of visit that they're they're, they're looking for. That's exactly right. Yeah. And again, that's the um, Medicaid wellness visit is, is mm -hmm. how it's referred to. Or the Medicare wellness visit. Medicare, was it Medicare yeah. wellness visit. Um, and, and there is no cost for this visit or is there a cost? There is no cost. It's covered by Medicare. Yeah, which is... Um, I did want to go back real quickly sure. though about making sure we talked a little bit about what to bring to the visit in terms of, um, you know, certainly a knowledge of what's going on with the patient would be, is always important if they're not able to do, to speak as much for themselves. Um, bringing either a list of medications or the medications themselves are, would be very, very helpful to have. Um, and making sure that, you know, um, if family members have extra information um, about that patient, you know, that's written down, we'd love to see that as well. Sure. You uh, you appear to be a very young man, not, but you've been practicing for a few years. Yeah, yes, 16 years. And and over that time, are you, are we at a, t uh, a place in time where something like this is even more important than, than it was a few years ago, or we, we realize the value of this now more than we used to? I think we real. there's a couple of things. Certainly screenings have gotten better, um, and we have a little bit more definition around our screenings that we do. We have a little bit more, um, and we have more to do. Um, because we feel we recognize the benefits of these screenings. We recognize the benefits of the immunizations. Mm -hmm. So all of that really makes it much more worthwhile now yeah. than ever before. Yeah. When you're seeing patients in your office, for these kind of visits, are they are they there of their own accord willing, or did a loved one drag them to it, or, or how are you seeing patients kind of accept these type of wellness visits? We generally don't have to drag them, but there are selective people yeah. for whom I that you know, I know that they were. I know that they were coerced. How about that? <laughs> so to, to those, you know, we, we have an opportunity here to to speak to some folks. What what words of advice would you give those who are contemplating or have know that they have a loved one who really needs to do this wellness visit? Well, um, certainly it's a free visit covered by Medicare, so it's not going to cost you anything financially. Um, you may well get some information to contemplate about your own future and about what kinds of things that you'd like to, to have done. Um, you'd also, you also get, you know, things like immunizations for pneumonia or influenza. Those can be done at that visit. Um, you get, you know, a lot of information about, you know, about your own general health and as well as about what things we can do to help you stay healthy through, you know, through those years when you are older. Yeah. So a lot of value packed in Absolutely. to this, this visit, the Medicare annual wellness visit. And there's a word in there that tips us off that you should have it done every year. Absolutely. It's an annual Absolutely. Visit. Very good. Well, Dr. Moss, we appreciate your time. A lot of great information. And hopefully we'll have you back on the podcast soon. Sounds good. Thank you very much for having me.